Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to The Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. Uh, the Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com. 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 I certainly hope that you are in good spirits. It's Friday. Friday, 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 Friday. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure a lot of you could use a break. I got a break yesterday. I got a break yesterday. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a blessed man. I have, I tell you, through all this COVID stuff, I, I've i worked, actually the past month, I've worked six, six of seven days with having Sunday off. I've done that for like a month, month and a half. And I was just tired yesterday, my friends. I was just tired. I, I got to work, and my supervisor asked me if I was okay. Because they asked everybody if, if they're okay. Because if you look a little peaked, um, they're worried about you having, you know, the the the, the Rona. And uh, I said, no, I'm just tired. Uh, and I told him I've just been working. For the past month and a half, I've been working six days a week. And he said, you know, we got some extra people here today. If you want to go home, now's your time. And I said, hey, man, don't be messing with me. Don't be messing with me, man. He said, you better go now. And um, and, I, and and so that's all it took for me. So I went home and um, basically I rested yesterday. I didn't do much. I think I, I think I went and 
I think I, I, had to, I had to go pay pay the mortgage. I went and did that, which is which is no baby. I you go and then you drop the you know check off in a in, in a drop, and I got back in the car and came home. And basically, I've been here all day. I haven't done anything. Uh, went to the fruit stand, got some fruit. Uh, so I've been I've been chilling. I did a video that we put up on YouTube. Have you seen the video on YouTube? I'm gonna put it on the. Um, I'm going to make sure that it's on the uh, fightbackmedia.com. Uh, front page so you can see it because it's really freaking good i mean it's really good and um and, and you need to see it uh but that's about it and um unfortunately i am i am working on friday while you're listening to this so i had to pre-record it and um because that's how we do it sometimes i'd love to do it Oops. actually i did record it live um, so it would be there for you and, you know, for everybody in the morning, but that's just how I have to have to roll nowadays. I hope you, I hope you enjoy our effort that we continue to do, do the best we can to make sure that you can have, uh, a, as many programs. This is 156, the 156th iteration of the morning report, uh, here on fightbackmedia.com. I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please go to the website, please go to the website. And scroll down to the contact information and um, hook us up with your email account. Um, that way, that way, if you know when things are the way they are, we can let you know. Uh, chances of, of getting together, and um, we are planning on some Zoom meetings that will not just involve my, Paul and myself, or myself, Paul, and Tim Bryce and others, but hopefully, we'll include you. Um, so, um, go to fightbackmedia.com, scroll down the site until you get to the contact information and give us your contact information. We'd really appreciate it. All right. Um, the first thing that we are going to cover today is, um, an article that, that uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's weird. It's just, I didn't expect this, um, you know, a large part of Oklahoma was was canceled uh, yesterday by the Supreme Court. It ruled on um, on yesterday that m- millions of acres in eastern Oklahoma, including Tulsa, which is the state's second largest city, are still part of an Indian of an American Indian reservation. Yeah, that makes you want to scratch your head. That makes you want to scratch your head. But 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 we all remember our you know our our American history. We all, all we all remember the the Trail of Tears that led um, a bunch of natives into what was then Oklahoma. In a five four decision, the Supreme Court agreed with a convicted rapist who argued that his 19, 1997 rape conviction should be overturned because the state of Oklahoma lacked jurisdiction. What? Yeah, Neil Gorsuch sided with the liberal wing, ruling that the Congress failed to de- to de-establish the, 19- the 1866 boundaries of the reservation. The decision is a can of worms, raising more questions than it uh, raising more questions than it answers regarding the status of other criminal convention- convictions. Now, any of you know what? Think about it. The, the Oklahoma's second largest city is Tulsa. Anybody who was arrested and put in jail in Tulsa can come back now and say this, that the either the city of Tulsa 
or the state of Oklahoma did not have jurisdiction. So their case should be overturned too. This is a freaking nightmare. This is a freaking nightmare. If you're in Oklahoma, I have some friends in Oklahoma, it's time to go. Time to just let them have it. Time to back out of there and just let them have it. That's incredible. So uh, this talks about other state, you know what, criminal convictions, the state ability to enforce regulations. So it seems now, according to um, the Supreme Court, that if somebody wanted to do uh, gambling somewhere, Tulsa, wherever, they could if the chief of the or, or the head of the reservation was good with it, they could do whatever they want because here's what happens with reservations. Reservations become sovereign nations. That's what happens. Reservations become sovereign nations. Now, will Oklahoma be able to recover that land ever? I don't know. That is, that is just jacked up. What a night! Not what a nightmare. Today we are asked whether the land, uh, the land these treaties promised, uh, remains an Indian reservation for purposes of federal criminal law, because Congress has not said otherwise. We hold the government to its word, Gorsuch wrote in a decision. But in a dissenting opinion, Chief Justice John Roberts, who, I don't know, sided with the conservative side of the court for the first time in a long time, argued that Congress was clear about its efforts to de-establish the boundaries of the reservation. The court suggests that Congress sought to tiptoe to the edge of, dis- of disestablishment, Roberts wrote. Quite the opposite. Through an open and concerted effort, Congress did what it set out to do, transform a reservation into a state. In 1997, the the state of Oklahoma convicted um, petitioner uh, Jim Jim C. McGirt of molesting, raping, and forcibly sodomizing a four-year-old girl, his wife's granddaughter. Roberts wrote, in the opinion, joined by Justice, Justice Alito, Kavanaugh, and Thomas. McGirt was sentenced to 1,000 years plus life in prison. Today, the court holds Oklahoma lacked jurisdiction to prosecute McGirt. On the, probable, on the improbable ground that the unbeknownst to anyone, for the past century, a huge swath of Oklahoma is actually a Creek Indian reservation on which the state may not prosecute serious crimes committed by Indians, like McGirt. Not only does the court, um, excuse me, not only the court discover a creek reservation that spans 3 million acres and includes most of the city of Tulsa, but the court's reasoning portends that there are four more such reservations in Oklahoma. The rediscovered reservations encompass, encompass the entire eastern half of the state, 19 million acres that are home to 1.8 million people, only 10 to 15 percent who are um, Creek Indians. What a freaking nightmare. What a nightmare. Oklahoma has been completely, um, completely destabilized.
completely and totally destabilized. Yeah, if you live in Oklahoma, get the hell out. Go ahead and move to Texas. Let them have it. Now, the other thing is, how many other, how many other places around the country, how many other places around the country are that, that are going to have similar consequences? So the decision, the decision that will have a far-reaching impact for millions of Oklahomans was overshadowed by another Supreme Court ruling on Thursday that grants New York prosecutors access to eight years of President Trump's tax returns. Now, what it did, what they also did, is they said that Congress couldn't have those documents, but a New York prosecutor could. How soon will it be that um, Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer are holding up copies of the president's tax returns? Now, why, why is this a big deal? It's a fishing expedition. They don't have anything on Trump. They're just hoping to find something that looks bad enough to try to damage him in, in this election. Good God, so much, so much about this is about Trump. Not everything, but so much is about Trump that it's hard, hard, hard to stomach. All right, uh, we're going to move on to actor Terry Crews. Actor Terry Crews has been going through it from the mob, trying desperately to be reasonable. Here is the offensive tweet. Here's what got all their panties in a wad. Here is what put all their livers in a quiver. Terry tweets, are all white people bad? No. Are all black people good? No. Knowing this reality, I stand on my decision to unite with good people, no matter the race, creed, or ideology. Given the number of threats against this decision, I also decide to die on this hill. This is where Terry Crews decided, I'm drawing the line. When, when, when somehow you can't say, I stand on my decision, to, I'm going to be around good people, no matter the race, creed, or ideology. That created a triggered reaction with the, with the mob. It wouldn't seem like this would be such a good thing. Of course, people just called uh, Cruz, uh, Cruz, you know, awful names, call him a nigger, uh, Uncle Tom, Uncle Terry, Uncle Ruckus, all these things. Uh, he's been he's been getting awful messages for a few weeks. In early June, he tweeted his first, quote, controversial statement about the state of relationships, race relationship in America, suggesting that activists not be so hostile towards white people. Here's where it all started. Defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we're all in this together. Ah. Oh. Who was he to say something like that? People called him ignorant. Uh, I mean, and it was like other, but unlike so many other celebrities bullied into apologizing for harmless remarks, uh, Terry Crews just said no. He just refused to apologize. First of all, you can't apologize to the mob because unless you open a vein in a TikTok live, you will never, 
ever give enough. If you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology, he wrote on the 4th of July. We must ensure, quote, Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. This was this was this was the ultimate not backing down. Something he tweeted on on July fourth. I just wish that the average conservatives had the cojones, the huevos of Terry Crews. We could push a lot of this back a lot farther. And a lot faster. A lot farther and a lot faster. All right. Um, on the Don Lemon show, because this is this is what it's going to take. Folks, it's going to take people who aren't afraid to speak up and speak out. Because this is a spiritual battle. Let there be no doubt, folks. This is a spiritual battle first. I mean, there isn't. And if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me that this is a spiritual battle, I need you to listen to this from Don Lemon's show yesterday. But here's the thing. Jesus Christ, if you believe in, if if that's who you believe in, Jesus Christ, admittedly, was not perfect when he was here on this earth. Excuse me? What'd you say? But here's the thing. Jesus Christ, if you believe in, if, you, if that's who you believe in, Jesus Christ, admittedly was not perfect when he was here on this earth. In the words of Donald Trump, wrong. Wrong. Because, as we know, Christ was not born with a sin nature. Jesus was not born with a sin nature. And only did what the Father asked him to do. So I'm not sure what madness um, Don Lemon is talking about. I've tweeted to Don Lemon to clarify a statement with some scripture. And I, I suggest that you do the very same thing. I suggest you do the very same thing. Tweet to Don Lemon and CNN to quote the scripture and verse that explains how Christ failed while he was on earth. We have to, this is, a, this is an issue that we have to push. This is a door that's open. And not only do we get to push back on lemon and the and, and the enemy, we get we get to see, people get to see us as really believing what we say. So many Christians, it's so easy to see that that they don't really believe what they say. Most people of faith aren't. But here's an opportunity where we actually get to do that. And it's easy. Just go to Twitter. Tweet to CNN and Don Lemon 
asking for citations for this remark. But here's the thing. Jesus Christ, if you believe in, if, you, if that's who you believe in, Jesus Christ, admittedly was not perfect when he was here on this earth. Wrong. It's time, folks. This is Christians. If you've been waiting for an opening, this is your opening. This is your opening. Demand an answer. Demand a scriptural answer from CNN and Don Lemon in particular. Oh, and Chris Cuomo was on the show too. Because this is our opening. This is our chance. This is this is the sign that you've been waiting for. How do we get involved in this? And at what level? Because we don't war against flesh and blood. This is not a war against Don Lemon. This is a war on these spirits that allow Don Lemon to get on a national platform and say such a thing. Let's get this done. Can we get this done? Hmm? Hmm? Can we get it done? All right. Um, today we do have Bryce's right. Uh, we were supposed to have it yesterday. I'm sorry. Just didn't work out. My apologies. But um, this is a very important Bryce is right as we approach the, um, actually, the November elections. And for us here in Florida, we have some August elections. Some the, the, Our primaries are in August. And um, voter fraud right now, um, with I think 11 states are pushing a mail-in ballot-only platform which is going to be rift with voter fraud. Why? Because the opportunity is there. And we've already seen, frankly, we've already seen what the left will do and say and how far they will go to um, not just overturn the, the results of the 2016 election, but to cause enough fraud to, to make sure that the 2020 election is stolen from Donald J. Trump. Um, this is my friend, um, Tim Bryce. Tim Bryce uh, has been covering state and 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 national politics uh, for the past thirty some odd years, and um, you can reach him at timbrice.com. Timbrice.com. Sixty presidential election pitting John F. Kennedy against Richard M. Nixon. JFK won by an eyelash. Had it not been for some critical votes produced at the last minute in Chicago, home to Mayor Richard J. Daley, and, and Texas, home to vice presidential candidate Lyndon Baines Johnson, the election could have easily gone to Richard Nixon. Later, ballots were identified bearing the names of people who were deceased, which became legendary in terms of voter fraud. The election results in Illinois and Texas were going to be challenged by the Republicans, but Nixon didn't want to put the country through a constitutional crisis and bowed out. Voter fraud is a dirty business, and unfortunately, we've been plagued by it for several years. To assume it doesn't exist is laughable, as there is too much evidence of it. More on this in just a moment. 
Over the years, the Democrats have tried a variety of things to garner more votes, such as lowering the voting age to 16 or 17. Frankly, I think it should be raised to 21, as the maturity for politics is simply not there at such an early age. Next, Dems propose allowing illegal immigrants to vote, something that is normally reserved for registered citizens. There's also been the bugaboo over voter ID, implying those who have been unable to obtain proper identification are being ostracized. This, of course, is utter nonsense. And now we hear of accepting write-in balance without voter verification. This would allow any Tom, Dick, or Harry to stuff the ballot box, not to mention foreign governments. They cannot win legally, so they make no bones about winning any way they can. As another example of their wanting to rig voting, consider the recent passage in the Democrat-controlled House of Representatives to make Washington, D.C. the 51st state of the Union. By doing so, the Dems hope to get two more Senate seats and one more House seat. Our Founding Fathers never intended for the area to become a state, but a nonpartisan district from which to maintain the government. According to Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the United States Constitution, the District Clause, it states, quote, The Congress shall have power to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district, not exceeding 10 miles square, as may by session of particular states and the acceptance of Congress become the seat of the government of the United States. In other words, Congress is to oversee the running of the district. Further, the District of Columbia is physically small, a meager 61.05 square miles. Compare this to tiny Rhode Island, our smallest state, which is a whopping 1,988.5% bigger for a total of 1,214 square miles. Fortunately, this legislation will be dead on arrival in the Senate, but it illustrates the lengths the Democrats are willing to go to get their way. To make matters worse, people like Representative Maxine Waters like to play the race card, saying recently, quote, Race underlies every argument against D.C. statehood, end quote. This is sheer tripe. Making matters worse, Democrats have been resisting the cleansing of voter rolls to eliminate people who are deceased, have moved, or are registered multiple times in different counties or states, thereby offering them the ability to enter multiple votes. Despite the claims of innocence by the Democrats, there is considerable evidence that voter fraud does indeed exist. The Heritage Foundation maintains a database of incidents from over the last 20 to 30 years. As of this writing, they claim there has been 1,285 proven instances of voter fraud in this country and 1,110 criminal convictions. Their report, called A Sampling of Election Fraud Cases from Across the Country, lists sample cases by state. Interestingly, the database reveals 37 instances of voter fraud here in Florida since 1992. My old home state of Ohio shows 52 instances since 2000. And the findings are impressive, and I encourage people to check it out. According to the Heritage Foundation, here are the various types of voter fraud. First, we have fraudulent use of absentee ballots, requesting absentee ballots and voting without the knowledge of the actual voter, or obtaining the absentee ballot from a voter and either filling it in directly and forging the voter's signature or illegally telling the voter who to vote for. Next, we have ineligible voting. 
illegal registration and voting by individuals who are not U.S. citizens, are convicted felons, or are otherwise not eligible to vote. Impersonation fraud at the polls. Voting in the name of other legitimate voters and voters who have died, moved away, or lost their right to vote because they are felons but remain registered. Buying votes. Paying voters to cast either an in-person or absentee ballot for a particular candidate. Ballot petition fraud. Forging the signatures of registered voters on the ballot petitions that must be filed with election officials in some states for a candidate or issue to be listed on the official ballot. Duplicate voting, registering in multiple locations and voting in the same election in more than one jurisdiction or state. False registrations, voting under fraudulent voter registrations that either use a phony name and a real or fake address or claim residence in a particular jurisdiction where the registered voter does not actually live and is not entitled to vote. Altering the vote count, changing the actual vote count either in a precinct or at the central location where votes are counted. Illegal assistance at the polls, forcing or intimidating voters, particularly the elderly, disabled, illiterate, and those from whom English is a second language, to vote for particular candidates while supposedly providing them with assistance. There is little doubt we will see all of these types employed during the 2020 election, with possibly some new twists thrown in. The list represents crimes which carry jail terms and or fines, but I would also rescind their right to vote as well. Even now, we are seeing symptoms of voter fraud being rigged with the commercial polls, which are trending in favor of former Vice President Joe Biden. These are the same polls which predicted a Hillary Clinton landslide in 2016 by double digits. I have researched the polls and recognize they are either operated by Democrats or they do not know how to conduct an accurate poll with registered voters. Again, as in 2016, they want the public to believe there is a tsunami of support heading Mr. Biden's way. All of this would be funny if it wasn't so scary how the polls are rigged. Actually, the fake news is behind the polls and as such have sensationalized them to the point of making them totally worthless. For years, I voted using punch cards, which I found simple and efficient for voting. Then we experienced the hanging chad snafu of the 2000 election, something I still contend was a fabricated problem. Now we have a voting system that appears to be prone to error and outside manipulation, even in spite of the available technology of today. Frankly, I'm ready to go back to old-fashioned paper ballots and pencils, along with a valid voter ID card. Anything to make the 2020 election honest and fair. But that is not how the Democrats want it, as their mantra is, win at all costs, even if it is illegal. Just remember, voting without a valid voter ID card is like allowing someone to drive on our streets without a valid driver's license or tags. It's just not right. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce of Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbrice.com. You know, Tim is absolutely right, and this is something that we we're definitely going to have to have to deal with. I think that one of the ways that we can deal with it is that if you can, during the um, August election and November elections, become a poll watcher, 
I think that's very important that you, that, that you become a poll watcher. I think that a lot of us who are in this business need to go to our polls and set up at a reasonable distance and make sure that we don't, I mean, that, that, that we document if there are uh, types of, of, of intimidation going on there, if there are people breaking the campaign laws about where you can be, because every precinct has a place. You know what? Uh, I think here in Florida, I think it's 100 feet away, that there can't be any campaigning. Um, now, that doesn't mean that you can't wear your MAGA hat or you can't wear your Biden T-shirt into the polls with you. That's not what that means. But you have to, you have to make sure that the signs are a, the signs that are that, that are out in front of the polling place are the correct distance from there. There isn't anybody um, as you walk in that's handing you a a, 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 a a ballot plate or is encouraging you to vote for a, uh, a candidate or not. That can't happen. There can't be any solicitation for votes within 100 feet of the voting place. Um, and I think that's important that we get out there and that we watch them and that we document this stuff. It's super important that we do so this time. I think more more than ever. I will be at my own place um, that, uh, in, in November. It's a day that I'm taking off work, and I'm going to set up early and be at the proper distance away as to, as to not call, draw attention to myself. Uh, but I will be watching, and I will be recording things that I think that are inappropriate uh, if, indeed, they show up there. Uh, I, I, will be, I, I will be making sure it will be – I'm going to vote early – but it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to go to my precinct and make sure that things are on the up and up as much as I can. Uh, as many people that we can have as poll workers inside the polling places, the better off we're going to be. Again, voter fraud is a dirty business. They'll do anything. No matter what. It's going to be up to us to stop them. We indeed, right now, are charged with saving the Republic. Wow. You never thought that that would be your lot in life. But it certainly is. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. And so until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. After my heart attack... Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, 
Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.